Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to Proper Madness. My name is Savvy, and I give a unique perspective on mental health by providing tools, guidance, and knowledge on how we can better understand ourselves as well as our past and present experiences, and in doing so, we can help heal our mental health. I get to speak with a variety of individuals from around the world as they share their stories from their journey through their mental wellness so that it helps others stand strong and use their voice. Welcome back everyone to Proper Madness. Today I have a little bit of a solo episode for you guys. So I don't do these very often, but I think I'm going to start doing these a little bit more often. I love having guests on my platform, but I think it's also good for you guys to sit down and get to know me and and coming to a place where you don't allow your thoughts, emotions, and your circumstances or your past to dictate who you become. A lot of that though, as I've as I've been growing and on my journey with mental health has been utilizing a sense of transparency. We need to learn to be transparent with not only ourselves, but the people around us and the people in our lives. As if that if you are more transparent and you do tell people what you're really thinking and feeling, it kind of gives them some sort of advantage over you. That's the same with being vulnerable, right? I think there's so much emphasis on being strong and independent in today's society, and there's less of an emphasis on being transparent and vulnerable. And you need both of those things in order to grow and evolve within yourself, but also the relationships that you have in your life, right? And the people around you. I think there's so much emphasis on trying to conceal what we're really thinking and feeling 24 seven, given there is a place and a time to be vulnerable and transparent. You can't be doing it willy nilly 24 seven, otherwise it would be very off-putting, right? It, it, would, not, it would not be conducive to you growing as an individual because it kind of just allows you to just be bare and open with everyone and anyone and that's not the case. In my experience, being selective with who we're transparent and vulnerable with speaks volumes. Transparency involves being open and honest about your thoughts, emotions, and feelings, as well as your intentions and your actions. You s we're in a place where people feel the need to play games. They feel the need to try to manipulate others emotionally and mentally to have this sense of control. Because when you're transparent and vulnerable, you don't feel like you're in control in some way. You kind of, you're kind of allowing people to see parts of you that you may not have otherwise wanted them to see. And doing that, they can make you feel like you're less in control and almost as if they can use that to take advantage of you. I think we need to utilize sharing our mistakes and sharing our failures and sharing the things that we have been through in order to cultivate a more authentic and vulnerable relationship, not only with other people, but with ourselves. When we're transparent, we can build trust and deeper connections with not only the people around us, but ourselves as well. That's the most important point, right? When you're not transparent with the people around you or vulnerable with the people around you, I guarantee you, you are not doing that for yourself either. There was a time in my life where I was kind of trained in a sense, you know, by my father growing up. My father grew up in a very rough part of London. And so for him, he was, he always used to, teach us to not always tell everyone anything and everything, right? They don't need to know everything about you all the time, which is true. But there's a balance with everything. I took it to such an extreme where I tell you people just don't know what I'm thinking and feeling all the time, right? I have ten I tend to have a little bit of a stoic 
face most of the time. I tend to, you know, put on a little bit of a mask and not, you know, show all my cards firsthand to everyone and anyone, which is good. That's healthy, right? You cannot be telling a stranger your whole life story amongst meeting them because that is not, that's not healthy. And I were to say that if you are the type of person that is fully transparent and fully vulnerable 24-7, I would challenge you to ask yourself why you're doing that and what validation you're looking for. We have to be selective about our transparency and our vulnerability with the right people. If someone is giving you transparency and vulnerability and they're allowing you to open that space to gain a deeper understanding and trust with them, it's okay to lean into that. It's okay to try to take a, a little bit of a step forward and share maybe bits and pieces of yourself as well. And obviously we all have our own boundaries and we all need to go at our own pace. You, you don't need to bare your soul to someone right away just because they are, no. If that person's doing that, it's most likely because they're just very comfortable with themselves. They're very comfortable and authentic with themselves, their past, their experiences and what they've learned, right? And there's a huge strength in being transparent and vulnerable. Too often, people play a lot of mind games to try to get what they want. We see this in dating, we see this in workplaces, we see this in politics. We see this almost in every single case. And you have so many books of like dark psychology of how to use manipulation tactics in order to get what you want. But what you're really doing in utilizing manipulation tactics to get people to do what you want is you're placing this wall in front of you not allowing people to truly see you for who you are. They can be great tricks to use in business. They can be great tricks to use in politics. But when it comes down to human connection and it comes down to the connection with yourself, you're going to have a really hard time sitting with your own self. Because the more of a wall you build with the people around you, the more of a wall you're building with the connection with yourself. People treat us how we see and view ourselves is what i've been learning anytime i'm in a conversation with someone if i notice that i'm holding back quite a bit or i'm reserved and you know i i don't want to tell this person anything and everything right away because i need to build trust with them first that's normal but the other person will pick up on that i mean people are pretty perceptive when you start acting a little bit different or they can tell you're reserved and held back or they don't know what the hell you're thinking, they're not gonna be warm and friendly and open with you right away, right? They're gonna go, huh, I'm kind of sensing a little bit of a roadblock here, I'm gonna take a step back too. So if you notice that people are taking a step back with you or people aren't really engaging with you as much as you would like them to, take a look at how you're coming across as well. Transparency allows us to confront ourselves within our own limiting beliefs and patterns. If you're not honest and transparent with yourself, with your actions, with your past, with your mistakes, you're not going to grow and, and evolve at all. A lot of the times, I don't think we're aware of it. I don't think we know that we're not being transparent with ourselves because as a society, we, we love to run away from what's going on internally, right? I'll give you an example. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure much of you have heard this throughout my life, but for me, dating relationships and relationships with my family and my friends have always been the catalyst for how I change within myself because people essentially are mirrors to you, right? People will mirror back to you what you're uncomfortable with within yourself. 
So one time I went to I went to this codependency meeting a long time ago, right when I got out right when I got out of on-site, um, the retreat that I went to in Nashville, Tennessee. And in this meeting, I was sitting there and there was one girl that just really she she really irked me for some reason and I didn't know why. I go, man, I really just not cannot stand to hear this girl talk right now about her life. She's just so whiny, she's complaining about her life. She's taking no accountability. It's just, it, it was just very irritating, right? And I, I I wasn't a fan of this girl. I hadn't even met her. I didn't even give her the time of day. I just, all I did was hear her story. At the end of the meeting, my, one of my codependency mentors and, you know, the woman that, that had been helping me out there, I had brought this up to her and she looked me dead in the eye and she was like, so people are mirrors to us. So when you see and you're interacting with someone and something they're doing is bugging you, you may want to turn it back around on yourself and see in what ways are you doing the same where you're annoyed at yourself in those ways. And so at first I was just, I was kind of mad and I was like, no, I am nothing like this girl. I'm not whiny. I don't play the victim. That's not who I am. But what it did is it challenged me to take a look inwards. It allowed me to adopt that transparency and vulnerability and go, wait a second, maybe there are ways that this is happening and I'm not aware of it. So I sat down with myself and started doing some journaling, right? Which is a great way for you to process your thoughts and emotions. Or some people just love talking out loud, right? So for me, because I need an immediate, like if I'm processing an emotion or thought, I need to immediately process it pretty quickly. So sometimes I'll text it to myself, I'll talk to myself, I'll voice memo myself, whatever I need to do. So I'm in my car driving and I start talking out loud about the ways that I know that this has been showing up for me and it dawned on me, oh my God, you know, I think, I don't think I'm, I'm aware that sometimes I do come across in a victim mindset because I'm still holding on to my past and I haven't forgiven myself. Oh my gosh, sometimes I am a little whiny and I complain a lot about things and I tend to see the negatives of situations and I stopped and I realized, oh, she was right. But if I didn't have that experience with someone else, it wouldn't have allowed me to be vulnerable and transparent with myself. That's why outside perspectives are so key. The more you hold back from letting other people in and developing a real relationship or friendship with them, the less you're going to be working on yourself. It's very easy to work on yourself by yourself but it's harder to work on yourself with another person along for the ride. That's why if you ever notice if you're great on your own, then the second you start dating or you're in a relationship with someone, all this crap that you really truly haven't healed from just comes bubbling up to the surface. It's because you're very comfortable being alone. And then you have to deal with another person kind of reflecting to you what they're seeing of you. So when we're open and honest with the people around us, it allows us to deepen and create more intimate, real connections. In a world where everything is pretty fleeting and surface level, it's easy to get caught up in what you think someone may be thinking and feeling as opposed to maybe just being transparent with them and asking them. How many times have you been in a dynamic with someone where you're overthinking what's happening and you're sitting there trying to come up with a million different reasons as to why something is bugging you with this person or why they may be behaving a certain way when truly the reality is you just need to take a step back 
use your communication and simply ask in a nice, kind, gentle, and firm way what's going on. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to get an answer instead of sitting in your brain trying to analyze it and being a detective. You know, no one, we're not all in, a, in the line of work of, of figuring out murders and solving things. And, you know, we want to be the detectives of our own lives. I've said that so many times, right? It's a true. It's very, very true. Trying to analyze and figure someone out before you actually truly try to do that is not going to give you a clue in as to who they actually are until you start asking them some questions. So another example I would give you is I was in a dating situation a few months ago, nothing serious, um, where I noticed that the person that I had been seeing was had pulled back, right? Now you'll see on TikToks and social media all the all this crap of oh if someone pulls back you pull back no don't don't do that that's silly what are you what are you trying to do try to create your own relationship with them in your head as opposed to maybe developing developing it with them instead right so all I did is I very gently said hey um, I'm noticing that you've been that you've pulled back a little bit I just want to get an understanding of why that is and you know what happened I got a great answer. And then my overthinking stopped and we are actually able to have an adult conversation about where things are headed and managing expectations. So in those moments, they can actually bring you closer to the people that you care about, but they can also give you the answers as to whether or not that's the person that you really want to be spending your time with. Another example is if, you know, with me, I live with my family, so that's fun, you know, but in living with your family, you have so many different personality types and people have their own lives. So they're going to go and do their own things and maybe have an off day and come home and start acting a little strange. So instead of acting strange back, maybe stop and go, hey, you know what's going on? I noticed like, you know, you're acting this way. Are you okay? Is everything fine? And then guess what? That can build and deepen your relationship with that person. And if it's an issue with you that they're having, that can open up a conversation for you to maybe highlight places that you need to grow and how you're coming across, you may not be aware of it. Obviously, though, in transparency and vulnerability, you need to use your own discretion. As I said earlier, if you're one of those people that just is an oversharer and shares an inappropriate amount of information about yourself to others all the time, you kind of want to take a step back and think, what attention are you seeking, right? Is it most likely because you don't feel heard about yourself? I used to be someone who used to overshare information about myself and tell people anything and everything because so badly I wanted people to listen to me. I wanted people to understand me. I wanted to feel heard. I wanted someone to connect with, right? Sometimes people use that unknowingly as a way of manipulation to get someone else to feel close to you. Um, and that's not always done maliciously. That may be something that you grew up learning in, in your childhood through your parents and you saw them model that behavior. So you thought, okay, so I'm going to do the same thing then, but it's not, that's not appropriate. What's actually happening is you are not recognizing within yourself what you need to hear and understand within you. The connection to yourself also needs transparency and vulnerability. You really do. When we are so much seeking external validation and material means in order to feel comfortable being transparent, 
That's not true transparency and vulnerability. True transparency and vulnerability is hard. It's tough. You are going to confront and face things about yourself you don't want to confront and face, you know? I don't I don't think we ever really want to do that. We don't want to know what's wrong with us. We don't want to know if there's something that we need to work on because then our mind thinks, oh no, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. And then it starts a cycle of a, of a downward spiral of terrible thoughts that you don't need to go into. So instead, lean into it. I've had the absolute pleasure of having a family where if I'm not showing up correctly, they will communicate that to me and we will talk about it and we will have a discussion instead of glossing everything over and throwing it under the rug, right? If there's an elephant in the room of something that you really want to talk about with someone, just ask them because then it's going to drive you nuts not knowing. If there's something within yourself that's bugging you, you don't like the way that you're showing up or people are making comments about something that you need to work on, instead of brushing it off and being in denial about it, get quiet with yourself and confront it. So in some ways I like to do this is honestly pretty simple. Um, obviously, as you know, I'm into plant medicine and I do use that to facilitate a lot of my deep healing and self-awareness and work on myself. However, that's not something you should ever rely on. I look at some things that I know I want to work on. So right now, right now I'm working on how can I be in less need of wanting to control the outcome of things and just learn to allow situations to unfold naturally and be okay in the unknown. This is something I've been working on with my coach slash therapist, um, Maria. She's come onto my podcast. She's very awesome. We became friends and now she's honestly just been helping me out a lot because I want the perspective. I want the transparency. I want the vulnerability. I want someone to hold me accountable and tell me what I need to work on. So I do things like that, right? I, I hired a, a coach for myself and I'm a coach because I need to be held accountable and, and take a look at what I need to work on. And that's true transparency and vulnerability, sitting with those uncomfortable things that we have inside of ourselves that we want to work on. Um, another way that I do this is I will journal, right? So for me, if I'm having a hard time with the unknown and what if factors in life, I sit down and I just start asking myself some questions, right? So a question maybe that I would ask myself is, what is the fear behind losing control? And then I'll answer that. And then I'll ask another question about that. Whatever sentence, whatever answer I just gave myself, I would then ask a question about that. So for me, the fear of losing control is the for, for me personally, the thought that like the worst case scenario would happen. And then I'd ask another question. Well, what is the worst case scenario? And then I answer that and then I go, okay, now why is that something that is bugging me and triggering me? So you just keep doing that. Keep asking yourself questions over and over and over again. You have to be transparent with yourself, right? No one's going to do it for you. Um, we can only be as honest with other people as we are with ourselves. We can also only be as vulnerable with other people as we are with ourselves. So if you're feeling neglected and you're not feeling understood, it's because a part of you inside is not feeling understood and catered to by you. 
And another huge factor with transparency and vulnerability is a big one, right? And so I started my platform, mental health. If you're transparent about what you're going through, it allows the stigma around it to break down. Now, the stigma around mental health is broken down for the most part. Me and Alison Toth actually had a conversation about this on my latest episode with her. Um, you should go check that out. But we talked about how the stigma around mental health is broken. However, a lot of people are utilizing it for their own gain sometimes, trying to play the victim and blame mental health for being a shitty person. Now, you can't do that. What you can do, though, is if you're going through something and you're going through a moment where maybe your anxiety is kicked up, you're depressed, you're overthinking, maybe you had a PTSD trigger, speak up about it. Be transparent. A wonderful thing my father did, actually, like two days ago, he was feeling burnt out at work. And he reached out to his team and he said, hey, guys, you know, I'm feeling burnt out. I need to take a couple days off. Can you guys just cover for me and run the company and manage things for me while I take some time to rest? Now, why the hell don't we do more of that, right? We're almost expected to, we're almost expected to kind of hide what we're going through, process it, deal with it on our own, and never tell anyone about it. That can be good and bad, right? You gotta pick and choose your battles. You cannot be doing that all the time because you can be reliant on yourself and deal with things, but it's important to let other people in. How do you expect other people to show up for you when you're showing up for them all the time? Imagine the wonderful thing that could happen when you're transparent about something tough that you're going through and someone else can do the same. It, it lifts that veil and makes them feel more comfortable about maybe sharing what they're going through. And lastly, when we are authentically true to ourselves. We are living transparently. Meaning, we don't have to wear a mask for people to see us how we want to be seen or to really truly value us. The lack of transparency that you're having, if you are having any with, your, with the people around you in your life and yourself, is due to not wanting to live your authentic self. There's a lot of need to be in control so that you do not show up as your authentic self. That's why we have a lack of transparency sometimes. We don't want to tell people what we're really thinking and feeling because we're scared that if they really truly see us for who we are, they may not like us. In order to dive deep into any sort of emotional evolution, it requires transparency. It requires vulnerability. It requires you to show up in ways that you don't really want to show up sometimes because it's going to challenge you. It's going to challenge you to be who you actually want to be and who you're trying to grow to become. But without taking a look in the mirror and really looking at your reflection so that you can see who you're really showing up as in the world, you're never going to grow. You have to do the work on yourself and allow yourself to be challenged by what you do not want to see. And the more you try to hide what you're really thinking and feeling, it's like closing up a soda bottle, shaking it up, and then opening the top slightly. Eventually, it's just going to burst out and you're gonna be left with all this mess that you have to clean up. You're not gonna be able to hold a tight lid on everything for that long, the more you get shaken around. Whether we're sharing our struggles with our mental health, our mistakes, our adversities, our intentions, our actions and our failures, by being true to ourselves, 
and our emotions. It allows us to live a more transparent and emotionally meaningful life. So the decision is up to you. Are you willing to do the work on yourself and be transparent and open with you as well as other people? Or are you going to just keep hiding behind the facade that you keep painting for the rest of the world and trying to find ways to stay in control and to have a sense of power because you think that that's true confidence? True confidence is bearing your soul sometimes and allowing people to see who you are and being okay that they accept it or they don't. It's just a matter of how long you wanna keep wearing that mask. That's all I have for you guys today. I appreciate you listening. If you're listening to my podcast, Proper Madness, on Spotify, Apple, or any other streaming platform, I believe it's out on all of them now, please be sure to give it a follow or subscribe, as well as rate the show. You know you can rate it from like one star to five. Hopefully five. Hopefully you rate it to five. That would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, drop a little comment and a review. That would help me out. It pushes my podcast to more people. So if you enjoy this, that would be amazing. But other than that, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have to go through the eye of the storm to see the clear horizon ahead. Thanks so much, guys. And I'll see you next week.